Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I'd have given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvement. No way. What is All good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tweaker Turner, your host today for the House of Pride show. It is the month of May. Memorial Day weekend is this weekend. And we're still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, how is everyone doing out there? How are you guys holding up? We're going to have some guests on telling us how they're coping uh, we're going to be interviewing some local luminaries today. Um, the fabulous Tilly, uh, who is uh, making some masks and selling them in the Castro, will be joining us today. Uh, she is a former empress extraordinaire. Coming up around 6.30 at 7 p.m., we have the legendary Sherry Payne, one of the former Supremes, iconic, talented. She has new music for us. All that and more, folks. We have Anthony Waite from The Big Gay Party joining us. And a few surprises. If you'd like to be a part of the show, call us at 415-550-0511. 415-550-0511. Right now, let's warm things up with some dance music.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're working up the jam and the heat here at House of Pride Radio on uh, Wednesday, uh, just a week, a uh, couple of days before Memorial Day, uh, unofficial start to summer. And we're in the, still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, there are ways to cope, ladies and gentlemen. One way to cope is to... Uh, well, she's going to tell us all about it. We have a guest live here. Uh, it's the one and only, uh, the Empress Tilly Extraordinaire. Can you hear me? I can, I can. Thanks for calling me she. <laughs> hey, lady. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, it's been a, it's been a, It's been a little while. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm here in the, uh, in the city, in the Castro, and been doing some, uh, some face covering masks for the masses. Masks for the masses. You are yeah. hunkering down in the Castro, which is uh, slowly, slowly coming alive after being shuttered for two and a half months. And you're doing this wonderful thing where you, you've you always been talented. You've always been able to uh, stitch and make beautiful things. Um, tell us about what you're doing. Well, um, you know, a few months ago when we were kind of getting through the beginning of this pandemic and um i had seen some uh, a lot of the european and other countries people wearing masks and it wasn't really um necessary yet and then we kind of felt it was so i, I made some prototypes i got some fun fabrics i used some 100 uh, percent african wax cloth i got some uh, italian silk tie material i got some uh, fun plaids and we did some some sparkly, some sequins, and we came up with, gosh, about 20, 25 different um, fabric patterns. And I did kind of the more contoured um, mask with the um, ear loops and the head and neck straps. So we kind of have an option that you can choose from. Some people like the ear loops. Some people like the head and neck straps. Uh, sometimes ladies mm -hmm. with or guys with fuller hair tend to like the ear loops. But we found that the head and neck straps on the mask well, because um, if you're going into a private area or into your car, you can just pull the front of the mask down and it just kind of hangs on your neck without having to, you know, stuff it in your pocket or your purse. Um, That's what I do, for, Tilly. Yeah. yeah. But for people that have um, want a tighter fit, we found that the ear loops fit tighter, like uh, a medical surgical mask, mm -hmm. maybe more like the, the blue uh, disposable masks that you see people wearing. Uh, so we kind of have an ear loop selection too. We have two sizes. They're medium and large. And we're kind of doing a custom fit. If uh, you come see me in person, I'm down at uh, Poesia Restaurant. Upstairs is our um, our mask up shop, our uh, pop-up mask shop upstairs. And uh, of course, we like people to um, respect the social distancing. So if there's people on the stairs and then there's one person up on top where the deck is, uh, they can just shop through the window. And then once they choose a mask, we open the window and, you know, hand it out and then they can purchase it. Um, so to, and to uh, do we have to throw stones at the glass to get your attention? <laughs> no, we're in here actually sewing. There's <laughs> our sewing machines and my a couple of my co-workers are here and we're stitching away. Um, I've actually been taking a lot of custom orders, so it's been great. I've been busy. Yeah, I love. And, uh, uh, I'm going to come by tomorrow and try to try to do the in-person thing. But um, awesome! I love that. You know, when the pandemic started, Tilly, it was just like 
don't wear a mask. They kept saying you're how yeah. don't wear a mask. I, you guys are, are crazy to wear a mask. And suddenly like like the day turns yeah. into night, it was like wear a mask. Yes. And it's we were stuck with those ugly yeah. ones, right? The white generic and the, yeah. the medical and then now you're offering a choice entitled unique mask creations by tilly um you exactly. have you have a so there's like a diva den up there on the second floor where you guys are like <laughs> <laughs> sewing well, away um, <laughs> yes thankfully my good friend francesco zipolati owns poesia restaurant and since the dining room the front dining room is closed off and sectioned off he's allowed us to um he's allowed us to to um, work up here and do our, our thing. And then he's actually going to let us work downstairs because we're getting busier. Um, so we'll be down there probably probably by next week or so. We'll have moved downstairs to a bigger bigger space. Do you have store, got, store hours that people can come by? Yeah, we're here 12 to 6, Okay. Uh, Tuesday through Sunday. You heard and that, folks, 12 to 6, Tuesday through Sunday. Now, yeah. if people want to order, uh, communicate with you uh, through uh, social, what should they do? Uh, let me – can I turn you on to my uh, office manager, Dina? Or maybe she yes. can tell me the link, the link for them to get on to, to go Facebook. Okay. Don't go too far. Well, we want to talk to you again, though. <laughs> Unique Masks by Tilly. On Facebook, you could find it there. I that's how I found it. That's easy enough. So, yeah. folks, you just type in "unique masks" by Tilly, T I L L Y, yeah. and it'll just pop up. Yeah. Like your so store. Thank you so much. Like your store yeah, is a pop-up. I've pop got a few up. people here. I've got to run, but uh, come by and see me, and uh, we'll do uh, set you up with a a custom mask, and then uh, hopefully we can get some pictures up. Fabulous. All right, you go do your thing, girl. Great talking to you. All right, Tweeka. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Tilly, we're going to have another uh, conversation at 7 p.m. with the legendary former Supreme herself, Miss Sherry Payne. She has new music for us. Can't wait for that. In the meantime, let's continue our mix show. Uh, Tweek Turner, DJ in the mix with fabulous dance music. Here we go. We'll be right back.
You're listening to the House of Pride show. We are in the mix with some great dance music uh, on this Wednesday, the Wednesday before Memorial Day here in San Francisco. Folks, we have um, a great guest. We're just about to uh, call her over in Los Angeles. Um, we're talking about the uh, legendary, uh, talented Miss Sherry Payne. Um, Sherry Payne has so many chapters to her amazing creative life um, from the Glass House Band in the early days to being a member, a former member of the Supremes, 1973 to 77, and so many other chapters of her creative life we want to get into when we talk to her. Uh, we'll be talking to her tonight specifically because she is promoting and releasing a new hot song, and we're going to hear all about it. But in the meantime, let's uh, harken back down memory lane to one of my favorite Supreme songs while she was in the group. Folks, this was a hit for them, uh, entitled You're My Driving Wheel. We'll be right back with Sherry Payne right after we have a listen. Hey, 
right, all right. I had to wait for the chorus to come back in to fade that out. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be smooth. Oh, my God. It's so happy. I'm so happy. So thrilled to have the one and only Miss Sherry Payne back on House of Pride Radio. It's been a pretty minute. How are you? I'm doing fine. And I haven't heard that song in so long. And it's so funny because uh, my church is First Baptist Church of North Hollywood. And the musical director there, Stafford Floyd is the one who wrote that song for the Supremes. I didn't know it until I got there. Stafford said, yeah, I'm the writer. Look on the thing. Look on the album. And I said, yay, Stafford, you're, there's your name. What do you think <laughs> of that? What are the odds? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a great song, a great groove, really. Whoever Thank the producers you. were on that really turned it out. Uh, and, yeah. and the vocals are amazing. I think it still holds up real. I feel it in my soul whenever I hear that song. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> welcome Thanks. back. It's been a, a minute. Uh, last time you were on, we were talking about Glass House, your early days, and oh, uh, yeah. all of the all of the Supremes. And specifically, you have so many chapters of creativity to your life. Uh, we were we were talking about the play that you had written and, and co-producing, and and then I hear from Rick that it was a success. Uh, before we get into your new single, can you can we just uh, touch on that a bit? Which play was it? Was the um, was it a lady in waiting, or was it the yes. Dream Seekers? Oh, there's more than waiting? one. I think it was the lady in waiting. But uh, tell our listeners all about it. Okay, a lady in waiting was presented first at the Missing Piece Theater in uh, Burbank, North Hollywood, Burbank, and two of the actresses um, were nominated by the uh, NAACP Theater Award. And then we, uh, Donald Welch, who was the producer-director, brought it back to the Barnes-Dahl Theater in Hollywood in August of 2017. And, because the first one was in 2016, he brought it to the Barnes-Dahl in 2017 in August. And Quincy Jones was at that performance, by the way, and Glodine White, Barry White's uh, um, uh, widow. I shouldn't say widow, but uh, wife. And uh, so many wonderful people, Telma Hopkins, the list goes on and on and on mm -hmm. and on. Um, Bill Duke, director, but um, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. But in the November, we presented it again at the Barnes-Dahl Theater to a full house. And there are only five characters in the cast, and I was just so proud of them. Uh, three of the characters were different, but each one gave a magnificent performance. It's only because of scheduling conflicts that they couldn't do it in November. So he, Donald replaced them with three equally uh, talented actors in November's performance. So I'm just so proud. It's about a woman on trial for murdering her husband. And it's sort of like somebody, uh, several people told me, they said, I thought I had it figured out. And then all of a sudden, then you went another direction. It was like, wow. <laughs> and did you draw on, what, what was your sources of uh, inspiration? Well, you know, I don't really remember where I got the idea from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> but I know in... Uh, all my uh, plays, screenplays, which I have 20, and stage plays, I have five, I always put the title somewhere in there. And I remember, let's see, for Lady in Waiting, I remember near the end when she gives this uh, uh, little short monologue to the prison guard, and she said, uh, I'm trying to remember now, um, my husband had uh, uh, prostituted my body and pimped my dreams, and I hated them to the depths of deep. And I swore that one day I would get my revenge. That day finally uh, I became a lady in waiting, waiting for my time to come. That day finally came. My work here is done. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> um, really interesting, this channel of talent that you um, opened up in this chapter of your life. Had it always been with you uh, to write screenplays and whatnot back in the early days, or is it something that developed later? Well, I think, because I remember now what I saved, well, I wish I really had, I wish I did have a copy of Lorna Come Home. I wrote that, I think, when I was in junior high or grade school, probably junior high, mm -hmm. And but I remember the title because I'd written it down. I didn't save the paper, but I loved to write back then. I remember my mother had a, a was it royal crown or royal typewriter, and that's when I was in grade school, and I used to type, you know, with one finger, and then she showed me how to place my fingers on the um, keys and to type. And so I learned how to type on that old, old typewriter. And I guess I had the inclination back then and didn't even realize it because after uh, uh, high school, I, did, I had no uh, desire to write stories. I went to Michigan State, and my major was medical technology, and so definitely I didn't have the desire to write. I should have majored in music. I don't know what I was thinking. And so then, but in, in Michigan State, I started painting, drawing. I still have these drawings on a huge uh, pad. I have uh, President John um, Kennedy, mm -hmm. Nat King Cole. I even have the Holland Brothers, um, my mother and father. But I just loved painting. And then after that, I did that for a while. And then I was singing on campus, by the way, singing with this jazz band. I think it was called Louis Helfrich and his jazz combo. And... Uh, but that's, I wasn't writing any songs or anything. Then after I left uh, Michigan State and um, I was started, I didn't want to do my internship in a hospital. So my mother said, well, you better get a job doing something. After I paid all this money for you to go to college, a whole $1,200 a year. Oh, my Man, God, the good old days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this was because this I graduated in 1966. So you can see how long ago that was. I and remember I when we uh, spoke the last time I, we had a conversation here on House of Pride Radio, you mentioned that uh, you, you did eventually get into songwriting, and you said that you wrote um, the want ads for the Honeycones. Is that true? No, I no, I didn't write want ads. Oh. No. I'm trying to think. It was a, a co-writer on Crumbs Off the Table. Oh, okay. I, I was the one who sang want ads first. Initially, it was given to me. And, you know, I thought it was okay. And then I remember Edna Wright, who the one lead singer of the Honeycomb, she tells the story because we're good friends to this day. And Edna said um, I, she was coming into the studio and I was leaving, and they were play, doing the playback of it. And she said, oh, Sherry, that's a bad jam. And she said, I said, if you like it, you can have it. I don't remember saying that, but it was no big deal to me. And, and it was like almost a year later, and I was in the studio by myself with Barney Perkins, who's just died quite a few years ago and Barney put that song and he said I'm going to play something you haven't heard in a while and he played it and I, I'm bopping my head to it and I said oh then Edna did a, a little lick that was different and I said wait a minute that's not me he said no that's Edna they gave it to the honeycomb I said oh okay and so when I told the other glass house members Ty Hunter Larry Mitchell and Pearl Jones they were so upset oh, and yeah. I didn't think it was a big deal they said what they gave it to the honeycomb I said well, what you know so big deal and then it became a million dollar seller i was like what a million seller then then they felt it even more 
That yeah, <laughs> I remember that. So that's a great song. Um, uh, a great song, and Ed did, did such a great job. But you know, it wasn't meant for us. It was meant for Edna and the Honeycomb. Yeah, and that's you just know. the way it is. You know, that's the that's way the history way it was is. written. Yeah, you can't <laughs> go against God's plan. Well, all these chapters later, here we are in the 2020 in the midst of a pandemic um, yes. and artists like yourself and so many other people are trying to find ways to channel their creative juices and you and Rick um, Giantas have come up with a really great song. I listened to it today. I'm like, wow, this is hot. Uh, it's entitled hope. It comes at just the right time. Can you tell us all about it? Sure. Well, hope we did that. Now quite a few people, friends have said, wow, Sherry, you're singing so great, just like you used to. Well, now that song wasn't a recent recording. It was something we had back in, in the files, and um, Rick pulled it out. I always loved that song. I loved it. And uh, he re we had a recording session uh, after I met Rick uh, uh, during the early days, and he came to see the Supremes, and, and um, um, we did, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Uh, this when was this back in the early no in the mid 80s i guess the mm -hmm. late 80s something like that and i met rick and and it was in long island he said backstage and we talked and and i referred him to carl fierbach who ran the supremes fan club and then later on rick moved to la and and john wyman who's a good friend of mine still to this day lives in dc uh brought us together and that's when rick uh had me record I'm Not in Love, which featured Mary Wilson and my sister Frida and the late Edmund Silvers. They did background. Oh, that's and interesting. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, that's my all-time favorite disco song. And then so it was a couple of years later, Rick had me to record One Night Only from Dreamgirls, Gotta Keep Going On, which I loved, and Hope. And so then uh, it sat around all these years, and then Rick pulled it out. He said, you know, all these years we've had this song, we need to do something with it. I said, I've always loved that song. And that what more perfect time than this when the world now needs hope. We really need hope. Oh, my God. How are you dealing with the way everything has changed, especially for entertainment? I know. it's been Well, it's really been devastating, to be honest, because we can't perform. That's our livelihood, performing, singing, giving. And it's just put everybody on hold. Um, in fact... Uh, April 19th at the Barnstall Theater, Donna Watts was introducing an, a Duke play of mine, 10 Good Years, and so that immediately got canceled. And the Barnstall gave us another date, May 23rd, which got canceled. And so subsequently, uh, that's all delayed till no, I don't know when, but uh, our singing engagements, we had dates, uh, we had a date this month in Cincinnati, which has now been to postponed to November. We had dates in uh I think Germany in June, and that's been put off. Uh, we had dates in Dubai, the Netherlands, uh, I think in August, September, that's been pushed to, I think, next year. We had uh, 30 dates in England, uh, November, December, that's been put off to 2021. Mm. So, and mm -hmm. everybody else, I know my sister included, uh, Martha Reeves even, uh, everybody's work has been pushed, canceled, or postponed. So it's, it's really devastating, not just singers, but actors. Everything production. Yeah, I'm um, even in my world. DJs, uh, all my DJ yeah. gigs are on hiatus, and it Absolutely. really, you know, it's like for me and probably for like a lot of creative people, you know, it's, that was the medium in which to express yourself. So as an artist, exactly. it's like, oh my God, it's kind of like you have to reinvent yourself a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But, um, you know, Tweek, I've been doing a lot of cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning house. <laughs> I, I found stuff I didn't even know I had, like in my kitchen, because I had to get a new stove, I think a couple of weeks before this even happened. So they brought the new stove in. So I'm cleaning, going through cabinets and stuff. I said, let me just start cleaning the kitchen. There's so, so much clutter in here. And opened up a cabinet where I keep pots and pans and pushed to the very back. I found uh, a crock pot I hadn't used in years. Then I found an electric pressure cooker still in the wrapping I had never even used. <laughs> so I, pull, I still haven't used it yet, but I pulled it out. had a little recipe book that came with it. I can't even remember when I got it or where I got it. Maybe somebody but gave I'm, it to you for Christmas or something. Maybe. So, no, I, think, <laughs> I think I bought it. I may have bought it. Ralph. I can't remember now, but um, so long ago. But anyway, going through my cabinets. Now, my um, son-in-law is a, a five-star chef, Charles Spicy Charlie's is his company, but I'm going through cabinets, pulling out canned goods and other food stuff. Items I didn't even, I had forgotten I had because the cabinet is deep. The shits are deep, so I couldn't really see. I pulled out stuff, and he said, Mommy, because he's, he's from uh, Haiti, so it's his French accent. He said, Mommy, you cannot keep this. This I said, well, you think it's still good? Mommy, this is dated 2012. No, it is not good. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it is it's, that's funny. It, it's a time we can really reflect. Uh, we have so much time on our hands, and yeah. I I'm learning another an, something new about you as as well uh, that you are a religious woman. Yeah, well, I won't say religious. I should say spiritual. I um, really value my relationship with God more so than many years ago when I should have been uh, having a relationship, but I was doing my own thing. Mm. But our mother brought freedom and me up in the church, Bethel AME Church in Detroit, same church that the Gordys went to. Uh, my mother knew them, knew his sisters, Barry's sisters, and Barry, who I could always keep up with his age because she said Barry's nine years younger than her, and she worked in his parents' store as a teenager, and she said Barry was running around uh, nine years old with this big apron on, dragging the floor, and she was friends with his sister Ed, Esther and, and uh, Anna, and uh, so many memories. My grandmother was a member there, and uh, I understand that Diana went there, but I don't remember Diana. But anyway, so my mother brought us up in the church, but I didn't stick with it. You know, after I got a certain age, 16, I rebelled. I mm-hmm. said, I want no more of this church thing, blah, 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 blah. Well, oh, the reason man. why, uh, Sherry, I bring it up is because Rick sent me over the uh, last uh, track on your LP entitled Shout or something I can't remember. Oh, that. shout! Yeah, shout! Yeah. And it's a Christian song. Tell tell me a bit about that. How did it come to be? Well, you know, I really can't. I think Rick gave me a track, and he wanted me to write something to it, and and uh, that's what I came up with. Shout! Uh, I can't even remember how it goes. I'm gonna play um, it <laughs> in okay. a bit. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but it's definitely a Christian sh- song about um, yeah. you know, finding salvation and 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 all that good stuff and you know that's it's right. and that's you know right. a little church is a good thing especially like during re- a time of reflection and when everyone is in sort of like a funk you know mm, absolutely and sometimes i've been filled with the spirit i'm not one to, i'm not pentecostal or anything like that the church of god in christ or anything like that but sometimes i've gotten so full inside of the spirit it makes me cry or i've never danced in the spirit or anything like that but uh I get full. It's hard to explain. You just get full, and you, I get teary-eyed, and and uh, I know that's God's spirit filling me, the Holy Ghost. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, um, I just got a me- it's so funny in real time. Um, in a message from uh, Suze Green saying hello. Oh, hey, Suze. <laughs> Yay. Love. I love Suze. She's part of the current lineup. Is that correct? Yes, she is. She's been with us two years, and I love Suze when she was with the Supreme. She was always a support. In fact, Suze was the one who encouraged me to start writing again my songs because I stopped. And Suze is so positive, and she's so now she's spiritual, and she has always a positive message to give right now, even though we may be going through things. And and um, even before this happened, Suze was always in, is, is always encouraging and seeing the brighter side and. And she's so talented herself. She's a fantastic songwriter, besides being a fantastic singer. Oh, that's cool. But, uh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. I love to say. And who's the other lady in, in the current lineup? Joyce Vincent. Oh, yes. Hey, Joyce. Of Tony Orlando and Don Joyce. That's and I've known Joyce since 1968 when she and her sister Pam Vincent were doing backgrounds at Invictus Records, besides Motown. They would come over and do backgrounds at Invictus. And she, along with Telma Hopkins, um, one day Joyce said, well, we're, we're going on the road, Telma and I, because we met this guy and we recorded a few songs with him, but you know, it's no big deal. And we'll be back. I said, oh, Joyce, said, oh, don't worry, we'll be back. Uh, just, you know, a couple, few songs we did. So uh, that recording was with Tony Orlando and Don, and we know what happened with that group. It just soared. <laughs> yeah, time. these are like groups of my very early childhood i remember buying that 45 knock three times i think was the yeah, name knock three times candida uh tie yellow ribbons oh yeah um so many great songs they had and they had their own tv show replacing sunny and share and um it was just magnificent but i've always felt close to joyce and pam i feel like they're part of my family actually like they're cousins yeah um oh i have a th- you have fans and uh, there is somebody who has a question for you that uh, messaged me earlier, and it's um, a local San Franciscan. Uh, sh- his name is Michael, but his drag name is Tilly. He's a former empress of San Francisco, and he's oh, okay. yeah, and he he's uh, been making. He's very talented with sewing and making um, dresses, and now he's making masks for people. Uh, for oh, yeah, like really nice ones with Italian silk and whatnot. But his question for you, he wanted to know about your your wardrobe um, in the, the late 70s and uh, who were the people who were responsible for providing the wardrobe who were like the how did it work back then when you get, when I'm trying to remember now I remember Pat Campano he was from San Francisco he made a lot of our wardrobe Pat Campano and his partner's name was Dick I'm trying to think of Dick's last name oh and I can't think of it right now was it a small but Pat team Pat Campano made a lot of our yeah Oh, then they were from San Francisco. Where were the lady? Where were yeah. you guys based at the time? Were you in different places, or were you in one in L.A.? Or? Well, we were we were in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in Los Angeles, and um, uh, Mary still had some uh, gowns from the Supremes days that we uh, used. Cindy and I, and then uh, when Suze came in '76, so um, we we had our outfits. Yeah, we. Yeah, and the styles change, of course, during the decade, and so keeping up to a certain, you know, trying to achieve that supreme level of, I guess, aesthetics, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you guys uh, deal with your wardrobe in 2020? Well, uh, Linda Stokes. 
fabulous Linda Stokes. Hey, Linda. Uh, designer Shout for out. Stars. Yes. Angela Dean has done stuff for us, too, in the past. And she's a fantastic designer. But uh, Linda Stokes. And um, then we also have another person uh, that we use. Um, I won't get her name. I don't want anybody to take her. But it, she's wonderful. She lives in Palmdale. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes. So you have a you have a small team of talented ladies wor- working it out for you guys. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Linda Stokes is, is really the bomb. LSD, Linda Stokes Designs. Well, they're all fantastic. They're all, all right. fantastic. All right. Well, Tilly, I hope that answers your question. Uh, <laughs> and Dick Eccles. I think that was his last name, Dick Eccles. Dick Eccles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just sh- goes to show you all the in- talented ingredients that go into making, you know, uh, a successful brand, really. Uh, yeah. It's never just one person. <laughs> mm-hmm. It takes a team. Yes. It takes a team. The and then right you want team. a variety. Yeah. Um, well, I'm super excited. You're doing your thing still, Sherry, and um, I'm fort- um, blessed to have these songs. I'm about to play it. I'm going to drop Hope Now, which is, and how do folks go about getting the new songs? Uh, I know they can go on YouTube. And um, let's see. You know, I'm not really a, a social media. I'm gonna. Person. You know what? Rick is coming on right after you. I see. He he just messaged oh, me. I'm like, Rick, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm talking to Sherry. I'll, I'll be calling him. He can give all the logistics about where to go and get it. Probably on iTunes and all digital platforms. And, oh and, yeah, yeah, iTunes. Yeah, YouTube, all that stuff. Amazon. And, yeah, I and, saw the and, video and, on YouTube. You have a oh, video. Oh, you did. Oh, mm-hmm. great. Okay. Yeah, looking and good. And for those those of uh, who try to. Um, become friends on Facebook. I already have 5,000. i got to release some of those names so I can add more people. People, I think I add, just added you. Like, I, I think you just did today. It's about time. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I tried to add somebody else right after you, and it says, unable to add more. You, you've reached your 5,000. But you know what happened? About four years ago, I let my nephew use my um, uh, Facebook, because, you know, I'm not social media or savvy. I said, oh, sure, go ahead. He wanted to use it for some project he was working on. I said, go ahead, Gregory. So then he said, the next day, he said, oh, guess what? I added over 3,000 friends for you. He said, what? <laughs> so that's <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> you are popular still through the <laughs> decades. Just, uh, you know, talent knows no limit. And, oh, uh, yeah, you're you're one of the greats, really. It's it's uh, every time I talk to you, I learn new new things about how talented you are. So oh, thank you. You're welcome, and thank you for giving us all of, all of that love. Um, oh. So, like I well, said, the, mm-hmm, go ahead. The love is in me. God put it in me, so I have to release it. How big is your family, by the way, now? Well, uh, but my sister Frida. Of course, I have one daughter. Yeah, shout out to uh, your famous sister, Frida Payne. Uh, yeah, Frida Payne. And we had another sister, Frances Gray, who is now deceased. She died in 2016, oh. March 16th. And um, so I just have one sister left, Frida, and my nephew, Gregory, and, and Frances, uh, my nephew, Stephen Culp, and uh, Jossie Abbott Burks, and another nephew. I have lots of play nephews, too. Mm. Uh, I could go on and on. Emil Martinez, who's a jazz musician extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Gorman, who's Freddie Gorman's son from the originals, the late Freddie Gorman. And then I have uh, Tyrone Hunter Jr., Ty's son. And then I have in Detroit, Carlson and Clevon Tomlinson, 
uh, Lamont Dozier's nephews, and then uh, his sister's son, uh, Antonio, and uh, Hakeem Madison, and my goddaughter, Cherie Madison Williams, who's a psychologist who lives in Atlanta. Then I have a goddaughter, Wakia Abbott. Another goddaughter. I just have so you, many. You have amazing memory to remember all your relatives. I can never oh, get through course. mine. That's amazing. <laughs> of course. I pray for them every day. And a, a wonderful cousin who lives here, Edgar Wallace Jr., who's a fantastic jazz saxophonist. And, uh, of course, I, I let me go back to my daughter, Shoshana Payne Yes, Phillips. she has the um, the voice. Lavoie. Yes. Lavoie Studio. She's a vocal coach. A vocal coach and in she, uh, what, what uh, town is that in? In Studio City. Studio City, you know, yeah. Studio City, 4344 Laurel Canyon Boulevard. We can't forget four. that shout out. Yes. And she's fantastic. And then I, fa- I also have a fantastic grandson who will be 16 on July 12th, Sean. Oh, that's Sean great. Sean Hicks, yes. Yeah. Now, oh, the 16, wonderful. that is, a, what is that, a, a, ju- a junior in high school? Yes. He'll yeah. be going into a junior year, but with this pandemic, I don't know what's going to happen. How are these kids going to uh, cope? Learn. How are they going to learn? Yeah, I know. Everything's learn, exactly. It's now are they going to hold them back, or uh-huh. are they going to advance them since school's been out on, what, two months? It's crazy. Well, it is. It's like one of the major things they're yeah. trying to figure it out. You're know, phasing into some sort of, um, you know, um, virtual school setup. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not the same thing. I and mean, this has never happened before. I mean, it's, it's like a line in one of my songs uh, from the Dream Seekers, the song No Way Out. One of the lines is the whole world is having a nervous breakdown. And that's what's happening. I see it here in the city, San Francisco. There's a lot of like, you know, shutdown. And then there's the homeless population has bloomed oh. because um, uh, I don't know exactly why. Actually, I was trying to get um, Matt Hanley the the district supervisor for the area that's the worst hit on the on my show, but I haven't been able mm-hmm. to nail him down because I wanted to ask those questions. What's going oh on? Oh my god! But, um, yeah, I know. Um, one of those contests of uh, they called. You know, you send this letter, call this number to verify that you've received this, and I called. Well, of course, I hadn't won anything. Just putting my number in that was on the letter, and the guy said, "Well, if you won, uh, what would you do with all that money?" I said, "Well, first of all, I'd pay my mortgage off, and pay my <laughs> sister's mortgage off, and my best friend Barbara Gaines' uh, mortgage, and she's the widow of uh, Walter Gaines from the original." And then I said, "Then, of course, first I would tithe ten percent to my church, and I believe in that tithing." And uh, then I said, "I would help those who can't help themselves, the homeless." There's so many people who need so much, and they get so little. And it's our job, whether regardless of your religion, if you're Christian, Buddhist, whatever, Muslim, we're here to love each other and help each other. And maybe that's why this is being allowed by God, because it's hopefully bonding us together, coming together in love, not hate, because this world is so full of hate. Well, you could very well be on to something, Sherry. And with that being said, it's a great segue into your the de- debut on the House of Pride show of your new song, Hope, produced by Rick, sung and, and written by you. Is that correct? No, not Hope. I wish I had written. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to, Bob Esty. Oh, okay, Bob, Bob. Give him Esty, some credit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, you are welcome to come back anytime. Uh, every time it's a pleasure talking to you. We learn new things. Um, I'm sure my audience is loving this right now. Uh, we just wish you the best, Sherry. Uh, stay healthy and keep on uh, 
sending us the love. We're here for that. Oh, thank you, Tawika. <laughs> thank you. I have to give love. God gave it to me, so I have to give it out, too. And I want to give a shout-out to my cousins in Oakland. Yes. And Williams Willis. And my cousin Henry Delton Williams, who's a fantastic uh, uh, I'll say tailor. He's, in fact, he just sent Frida and me some masks, a beautiful African uh, cloth mask to wear. And uh, he is a far creations is his company. So you look it up. He has fantastic designs, hats. Oh, yeah, Oakland, hat Oakland, outfit. Oakland in the house, far creations. Uh, check it out, uh, relations That's to right. Miss Sherry Payne. Um, there you go. Uh, so hope folks listen to this song. Uh, we're going to uh, talk to Rick, who produced it right after this. Uh, Sherry, thank you for joining us. Come on back, okay, sometime. Thank you, Tweeka, <laughs> anytime. I love you. I uh, love you too, honey. Bless All you. right. You take care. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, we have Rick on the uh, phone with us. He's the producer. Um, before I play Hope, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, can you hear me okay? Right, Hold on. Let me turn off the, my playback here. Hope, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, can you hear me okay? Okay. I'm, I'm here. Okay, so we're going to debut Hope. Uh, we just got off the phone with Sherry. Were you listening? Yes. And we want to know where we can buy the song. So it's people can available on all legal download sites and it's on Spotify and Pandora to stream because I have no way to ship product right now so I didn't make any physical copies uh, because the warehouse at CD Baby is closed because of the virus otherwise we would have also had physical copies so even her album people had wanted it and I shipped some up there and they closed the they closed the uh, warehouse and I got them back. <laughs> so now it's downloads only, or like I said, streaming. A lot of people are just streaming the, the song, you know. Yeah, so uh, you could do that on YouTube, and uh, yeah, th uh, that happens. A lot. Well, yeah, but Spotify and 
Pandora, those kind of streaming. That's right. Yeah. Uh, spot the Spotify and but iTunes, all the uh, Apple iTunes. All the details that I'm telling you now are on the video. You know, if you go to the de- video description, it has all that so that you can access it. So. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on. I was having a, a little bit of technical difficulty on the wave you sent me. It, for some reason, there was no volume, but I just downloaded it and put it on my uh, uh, interface, so I'm going to play it from there. But uh, while we have you on, can you tell us uh, why you decided to choose Hope to produce? Well, originally, I was doing a session with Sherry mentioned the three songs that we did. We did One Night Only. We did Keep Going On. And we did this one. One Night Only got released uh, on Altair through Megatone. And Hope was actually to be the follow-up. And then they didn't come up with the advance, so it stayed on hold until uh, I put together Sherry's first album, uh, Vintage Sherry Volume 1, Remember Who You Are. And so the full-length master was included on that CD. And um, so that was the first release of it a few years ago. And then um, somebody was talking to me about it that wants to use it as a theme for their documentary. And I thought about it, and I said, well, with what's going on out there, I think hope is very timely. So I asked Sherry what she thought, and she agreed with me. And we announced that we were doing it, and everybody responded and said, "This is, we love this idea." So uh, I edited a single for the first time, a short version by Grant Smith, and then he helped me put together a video that's a mix of Sherry at home performing, as everybody is these days, and then it's a mix of her and some timely photos of all the first responders out there and our appreciation of them. So that's what the uh, what the video is all about. Awesome. And uh, we both just thought it was very timely to deal with. And the lyric is very uplifting, written by Bob Esty. And, uh, well, I'm ready to go. Should, shall I play it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, Rick, great talking to you. Come back again real soon. Oh, so you have to disconnect from me to play the song? Do you want to stay on and talk more? Um, well, let me just talk about I, I Just Want to Shout. And that's okay. something that I gave to Sherry to write, and she wrote a phenomenal lyric. Yeah, well, and, hold, hold um, that thought. So stay on the line, and, and we'll, we'll play Hope, and then we'll come back and talk about that, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go, folks. It's uh, Sherry Payne. Hope. Finally, we get to hear it. Here we go. Here it is right now. She's never far behind Trust me and you will find 
Yeah, Hope Sherry Payne. Uh, that's a uh, uh, Rick. That you produced that, correct? Yeah. That's a great song. It has like that Motown vibe. It does. Yeah, in the chorus. Oh, okay. 
if you say so. <laughs> uh, okay, so you wanted to tell us a bit about uh, the religious song that we're going to be closing out the show with. Uh, did you write that one? Um, no, Sherry wrote it. And I had a very dear friend and musical colleague that wrote the track. And he's no longer with us, unfortunately. But he also wrote the track for Sisters United and um, several other things. Um, one of the tracks that I produced on Patty. Um, quite a guy. And uh, so I thought it was a natural for her to write it, and it was. She did. She put it together in days, and then we went and ran in and recorded it. And then uh, not too long ago, we went in with Pam and Joyce and did the the backgrounds, and it's ready to close the album. Now we just got to finish the album. If we can ever get back into the studio, we'll finish it. We have a couple of things that were partially done um, to finish it up, including um, if he walked into my life from Maine, which he's doing a phenomenal job on, but we just have to go in and do some final, you know, vocals on it, and then that's done. And we're also doing, um, um, we're doing um, A Foggy Day, which is from a musical that uh, Fred Astaire did of all, um, it was actually the last material that the Gershwins wrote because George passed away right in the middle of production. And uh, A Foggy Day has always been kind of special to me. And uh, so Sherry said, oh, I'd love to do that one. So, And then we'll be done. Everything else is getting mixed, and, and including uh, I Just Want to Shout. And, uh, but this, this uh, lockdown is just keeping us from getting material done. It's rough. Even yeah. Jessica's project is on hold because of the same reason, you know. So. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you're trying. It's good to know that you're still trying to to get the work out. Produced. Oh yeah. yeah. That's that's all I can do is collaborate with people, you know, um, from home and uh, get things done that are already recorded. At least get that material ready. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we are going to. Um, I have to. We're going to end the show with. I just want to shout. Um, That's a good way to end it. Yeah. And this <laughs> these times, <laughs> you know, feel the spirit. Um, it's been nice touching base with you. It's been a, it's been a minute. Yeah. Well, we'll do it again. Okay. You take care, Rick. Uh, stay safe down in uh, L.A. County. There, I think that's where you live. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I live not far away from Sherry. In the valley, in Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks area. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we're just trying to hang tough here, you know. Okay. Actually, I'll play that now, and then I have one more guest I want to get on the line before I wrap things up. Uh, another local guy here in San Francisco. Uh, thank you for bringing Sherry on to our platform to today. It's been fabulous speaking with her and you again. And uh, we'll stay uh in tune we'll to in all of your developments, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here it is, folks. This is I just want to shout. Uh, so if you feel inspired to get down on your knees and uh, g 
grab a cross, go ahead. This is going to stir the spirit in you. This is sung by the fabulous Sherry Payne. is almost gone he gives me the strength to keep on keeping on makes me wanna throw up my hands run and tell everybody i can i'm so excited to spread his word share the good news that's gotta be heard jesus came to save our souls open your windows and let it be told I hope I'm not freaking out my next guest. Anthony, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, Tweeka, I can hear you. That that was a, a little Christian song by uh, the, a new song by Sherry Payne, the legendary former member of the Supremes and diva extraordinaire. So I'm just debuting it for her because she, you know, it is, times are trying, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely. I feel you. I feel you. Everything's weird with the world right now. Yeah, we were just talking it through with her about how, like, you know, they're trying to get their music out to platforms and have people hear it and produce music in these uh, during a lockdown and pandemic. You're going through the same thing on a, you know, like a party level with big gay parties. Uh, but you have yeah. managed to produce something for this weekend. Can you quickly uh, inform us all about it? Yeah, totally, Tweeka. And thank you again for having me. You know, I always love coming on. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're doing Big Gay Party Destination Unknown online uh, on Twitch. You're going to be able to see it on Facebook and Instagram as well. We got something special. We're bringing in a really unique group of DJs. And we're going to be launching this event on tomorrow at 5 o'clock. So everybody get ready to check your news feeds. Get ready to go dancing in your room Saturday night. We're going to have a great-ass time. Yay. Uh, how will people, What's the easiest way to, to cl click on the link to, to get to that platform? Oh, the absolute best way is just directly go to Twitch and type in Big Gay Party Online. That's and easy. it's a big gay party online. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. It always is when you produce something. <laughs> oh, thanks, Rika. So who How's do we who do we have to uh, entertain us? Say it again. Who do you have to entertain us tomorrow? Um, we have G Code. He's a really unique like house DJ. He does events in San Francisco. This is going to be his first time on big gay party doing anything for us. And it's, you know, honestly, online events are super unique because you're able to bring people around from all over the world. We have a guy named Stormcloud, and he's going to be joining in from Canada. So that's going to be super interesting. We have June the DJ. We have Sam from DNA Lounge that's going to be there pumping us all up with some 90s throwback music. And, of course, we have our local house DJ, Wave Hayes, who's going to be rocking the house all night long with us. For about an hour or two. <laughs> That's fabulous. Will you be hosting in between the gigs? Um, I don't like the way my voice sounds, so <laughs> maybe not. No, I'm kidding. I think um, <laughs> I'm sure I'll pop in here and there and thank everybody for watching. You know, especially at the end, because we would be nothing if people didn't listen and watch and want to party. So it's really awesome and amazing that the community has literally provided the opportunity um, by listening in and watching for me to really live out my dream and. You know, how this kind of all started, Tweeka, is I was 18 going to the crib, and I was like, the best experience of my life. Everybody took me in like I was family. So yeah. being able to literally provide that for somebody else, like, really makes me feel good and hopefully makes somebody else feel good. Right. There you go. Yeah. You know, you uh, in being inclusive, bringing, creating a family in, in our community, and all that stuff is the, like the foundation of a, of a good totally. thing. Totally. Uh, we're even going to have in a, we have a 90s night planned for next week also, and we're going to have some furry DJs. So yay. we're going to get a little creative with it. <laughs> Do the Dougie. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, oh. folks, you heard it here on House Pride Radio. Tomorrow's the Big A Party. You better uh, log in and bring your boogie shoes and dance and oh, have yeah. a great time. It's a big family. Uh Yes, I'll let you go. I know you have a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tweeka. We love you. Thank you for Lo everything. Love you too, and honey. Make sure to tune in to Big Gay, Big Gay Party Destination Unknown, okay? Absolutely. All right, you take care. All right, okay. folks, that is it for the House of Pride show on this Wednesday, uh, right before Memorial Day. We want to see you back here next Wednesday. 
um, for more, more House of Pride Radio. I'm your host, Tweaky Turner. It's been a pleasure uh, DJing for you today, and good night. Leaving you with Raquel's big hit, Feels Like Love, available everywhere. Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Think I'm funny, Daryl? Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead pastors? Well, shoot. From time to time, I do thought of you. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two people's paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radio. Yahoo! Tired of paying too much for your internet? 
contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! <laughs> Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler 